Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thanks for checking us out this week. On the mics this week is the Z-Man. What is up, Z? Because I may be bad, but I'm perfectly good at it. Sex in the air, I don't care, I like the smell of it. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but chains and whips excite me. Okay, that's that's good. I'm glad. S, 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 N, M. Okay, all right, all right, fade out. Thank you very much. On the other mic is the mighty Gantor. What is up, Gantor? Why are you so excited, dude? Why am I so excited? It's going to be an exciting topic tonight. You sound happy. I, I am very happy. I am very happy. I don't get it. What do you, uh, what do you we'll, want? We'll, we'll find out in just a second, Gantor. What up, everybody? I'm Spear. This week, something must be done about Fifty Shades of Grey, and to help us talk about Fifty Shades of Grey and some of the uh, subject matter within it is a very good friend of mine, Mac. What is up, Mac? Hello, gentlemen. Oh, she's called us gentlemen. Oh, she don't know us. She- <laughs> Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey has gotten an awful lot of of press lately. Uh, the movie has been out for the past few weeks. It was number one at the box office for a few weeks in a row. The the book has taken on a life of its own. It's a trilogy of books, right, Mac? This is true. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they took on a life of their own. I, I, they were um, they were affectionately referred to as mommy porn. And and for those of you who have been living under a rock, Fifty Shades of Grey is it's a it's a little it's got a little bit of a, an S and M bent to it. In fact, that's how the 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 story goes. Uh, regular girl meets dreamy guy. Dreamy guy ends up being into the whole S and M thing. Has a has a whole red room. Is that how it works? The red room of pain. The red room of pain. So he ends up bringing her into this this S and M culture. And ends up uh, corrupting her a little bit, right? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So the, the the funny part about it is that this is everyone's introduction, or what's the what's the better word for that? It's not introduction, but they're they're it's pulling the curtain back on the whole S and M culture, which right. is which is great, but it's not the whole picture. It's an okay primer to someone who is curious, but it's definitely not the gospel or end all be all. What so because it because it, it, it what it, it fictionalizes some of some aspects of this or is it is it um, on the money? Well some parts of it are on the money. Um, you know, as far as if you want to turn to page one sixty two and try something out that's written in the book, you absolutely could. It's it's safe in that way. Um, coming from a mental health perspective uh i you know caution spoiler alert i'm going to give a little bit of background on the story so the reason why christian gray is into s&m in the first place is because uh he came from a very messed up childhood his mother was a prostitute um she had all sorts of drug addicts pimps johns you know bad men in and out of uh her life and her son's life And his penchant for wanting to sexually torture and beat the crap out of young women who resembled his birth mother. That's that's where his all his kick came from. Dude's got mommy Um, issues. Right. So from from a, a professional viewpoint, if you're effed up childhood and you have mommy issues, go to a therapist, go to a psychiatrist. Don't sexually torture naive little college girls who haven't had a clue as to what they're signing up for yeah. but that's a good that, tip you know, good that tip. aside it's, See, it's it's a decent introductory 
That doesn't strike me as, as good advice based on the reactions that I've heard from men talking about their wives having read this book and what it does to the wives. So that sounds like perfect advice for what to do as a male if you want to get some crazy massive amount of sex. Get your freak on. The interesting part of the whole thing is that I think it paints the whole culture in a particular light. I, I mean, I, I guess the I, growing up, and if you heard S and M, it was always about like the whips and chains and leather and the bring out the gimp. But it's not. It's not about that, right? the the whole The whole BDSM community isn't isn't. I mean, certainly that's a part of it. That's a part of the culture. But that's not the whole the whole part of it. Right, and it's not it's not even about massive amounts of sex either. It's more about the the psychology or the mind fuck. Wait, are you a lobbyist? I am. Is that what, are we doing a shill piece? I, I for for BDSM. I I am. I am going to advocate for the culture and the community from the outside. I'm going to advocate for it. I mean, full disclosure. I I suffer for my art, and I, your intrepid reporter. <laughs> went into the BDSM community and came out the other end an educated man. Way to take one for the team, brother. That's what I'm talking about, dude. So, so paint us a picture. What's, what's going on? Tell us, how, tell us how this works, Mac. Okay. So uh, as Spear was uh, alluding to, I invited him uh, to accompany me to the Wicked Winter Renaissance Fair. So I've been to Ren Fair. I've been to like a... Right. The lots of people in corsets and velvety right. things with ribbons in their hair, and that's exactly that's, that's how is this different? This. So now picture that. Think Ren Fair meets science fiction fans, meets steampunk fans, meets kink fest, meets horror show, meets magicians. There's a little bit of something in it for everybody. It's you freaks and geeks. You got furries. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Mm. The vampire. Vampire. Groups the are vampires, the goths, the pirates, the furries. So it's like the uh, fairies. It's like Halloween. It's like uh, it's all that stuff that people only re- reserve for the Halloween because it's on Halloween and you're, you can't be considered a slut if you wear whatever. Right? Yes, yeah, so, right. so that's exactly right. So when you walk in, it's it's you 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 go off to the Ren Fair aspect of it where they have all the booths open with all like the you know the swords and the archery stuff and all the. Can you the, buy uh, turkey legs? You can. Yes, you can. You can. I like a good turkey leg. They they have all of the all of like the corsets and the the, the kilts and all like the costume stuff that you can get. Um, they have all the the books and and all that other stuff, and it's it's exactly what you think of when you think of a rent fair, and that's the one part of the fair exhibits. And then you walk down the hallway to the other side where the other vendors are, and you walk in, and then there are all of the other kinky things that are there, like all of the floggers and whips and um, beating instruments and... Uh, Bejeweled butt plugs. Right. Gotcha. So you guys don't use those? Use guys. <laughs> use guys. <laughs> well, so you're the only person we know, so it's, it's, the, two of, it's the two of utes. Uh, that's, that's <laughs> the two <know>. utes. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. I, I like floggers very much. I, I've never used a whip in my play, but I have used floggers. And, and you can get different types of floggers. There's a yes, difference, there's um, a difference in the sensations. You can get leather, you right. can get rubber, you can get furry ones. It depends upon whether you like the stinging sensation or the versus thuddy. a thud sensation. Thuddy sensation. Yes, I learned this. Right? I, I don't know which I prefer. The stinging is much more the, the spanking type of sensation versus the thud where it's much more impactful. It, it, thuddy is, think, think of thuddy as more pain, more deep pain, 
and think of stingy as as more like surface pain. Right, or tingly. Or tingly. Did you, uh, Spirit, did you get to try all these things? The, the funny part is as you're walking around um, and you're looking at all these different things, the, one of the vendors turns around and says to me, she says, if you'd like, to de- if you'd like a demonstration, we, will, we have both tops and bottoms on hand to help with the demonstration. And it took me a few seconds before I realized that would be if you would like to uh, hit somebody with this or be hit by it. Did you uh, take them up on that offer? No, I did not. Because frankly, I was so taken aback by the question, I didn't know how to answer it at first. <laughs> it was, I, this, was, this, was, this was 30 seconds after I had picked up a butt plug the size of your fist. And I, I looked over at Mac and I'm like, this is what I think it is. And she goes, uh-huh. And I went, okay. <laughs> and I just put it back down. I was like, oh my God. So the ones your mom's use is, is not there as big is. or bigger. There it is. There it is. You can't. It's like you, it's like you 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 see that one coming and you can't get out of its way. Well, Corey's not allowed to do it, so I have to I have to fill in. And I'm great. not nearly as good as him in, in the artistry or the lead up. That's great. Thanks. That's great. The 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 worst thing I saw was this thing called the friend tenderizer. This is oh, yes. this was the only time. Now look, I I was at this thing for like wow. Where, how long was I there? About six you seven hours. A good six hours. Good six seven six hours. Six hours. Yeah. Dude. So I was I was there all day. And uh, then you'd, you'd go to like you'd, you'd probably would, wouldn't even last that long at like uh, what's the electronic conference one the uh, CES or something like that CES yeah you probably wouldn't even say CES for six hours dude I'm telling you there was all kinds of things to see right I mean there were magic shows and all kinds of other stuff Th- this was this was the only time that I picked I, I I picked something up and I went what the fuck is that it was the only time I mean the the butt plug I I knew what it was I understood it I didn't understand the size of it but okay. The, the friend tenderizer was the single most fucked up thing I saw. It was, it was like picture, picture brass knuckles made out of stainless steel. And then picture on the top of the brass knuckles where the fist would be, a meat tenderizer. So like the uh, like spiky thing you would like use to make like a chicken cutlet. Yes. And you're using that during play. You're, you're using that to punch somebody with for whatever, sens- whatever thuddy sensation you expect to get out of it. This was where I drew the line. This is where I went, nope, that's too fucked up for me, and I walked away. <laughs> I was like, wow, so, that's, so that's, that's, your, that's, your, that's your line in the grass. That's, that's, that's where line. I draw the line. Is that the, huh. is that the fr- I am not going to tenderize a friend of mine. Did you say line in the grass? <laughs> Sorry, I, yeah, line in the sand? Line sand. in the sand. Sand's yes. probably the better. Yeah. Line in the sand. That is where I drew it. Grass, what, what did sand. You think, what did you think of the curriculum? Okay, so... <laughs> So oh, Mac, there was, there was, it was a teacher. Did you? Uh, so right. So part of part of the fair um, is that they had sessions. So they had things that you could go to to learn about different things. And I workshops. went workshops. Workshops. And I went to three. Uh, I went to um, rope tying one hundred and one. Mm-hmm. I went to whips two hundred and one. Mm-hmm. And I went to impact toys one hundred and one. Yes. So rope tying one hundred and one is exactly what you think it is. Um, you, you sit down and they throw you a, a bundle of rope and then, and then, they, um, then they, they ran you through a series of how to tie someone's, someone's um, body parts up with a single, with a single thing. There right. was a single, single columns. Single column and then double columns. Correct. So single column is you're tying up one limb and then a double column is you're tying two together. Right. Or a limb to an object. Or a limb to an object. So this is like uh, getting your, like, your arms behind your back, tying them together kind of thing? Right, could be. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen that in, in pictures before. Yeah. 
So now I know how to tie people up in two different ways, which was pretty cool. And then, and then Matt got a little frustrated because <laughs> she's like, I don't like the way she teaches this. And then she just started tying me up. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I've, I've taken other advanced classes, so I, I was a little bit ahead of the game. Right. This is a one-on-one course, so, uh, you know. Right. But it's, it's always nice seeing different techniques, the way, you know, different folks do, you know, different things. But I, I added my own spin to it. Well, the nice thing about this is if you ever need to kidnap somebody, that <laughs> you're not going to do the stupid thing where you tie them to a chair and they just break the leg of the chair and they're out. Right. So this is life skills. Multipurpose. 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 But the thing that you learn about rope tying is that you, you, have, to, you have to tie such that you have a, um, what do they call it, counter tension? Right. You, you learn to tie in a way that does not injure or cause permanent harm or constriction. Right. You don't want to cut off blood flow and then they lose a limb. Right. right. Or a nibble. Or whatever. Right. But it's, it's about like the ropes themselves can even be... Uh, you can draw sensation from the ropes. Oh, absolutely! Right. Just the the feel the feeling of the rope against the skin and being in certain positions, or if you had stayed around for the ropes two hundred one class, you would have learned about harnesses and suspensions. Yes, yes. Sadly, I missed the two hundred one section. <laughs> Last time we sent you to a conference. Yeah, well, you know, it was a there was a storm of brewing, and uh, I, I I had to head out. But it was it was really it was a it was a fascinating thing. There's what you what you learn as you're going through all of this is that it's about safety and it's about you know you talk about setting the scene and the negotiation that happens up front. Everything that you do yes in these kinds of in these kinds of uh, in these kinds of plays or these kinds of scenes is is negotiated up front. Right. The interesting thing, um, you know, again, one of the common misconceptions in the with S and M is that you know the dom or the top is uh, you know completely in charge and and overrules and uh, makes a slave out of the the bottom. Um, the bottom actually has a, a good amount of control, actually. A good top is only as good as their bottom. That's what I always say. So, I mean, but that's, that's the goal, right? The goal is to walk into a scene knowing what you will or will not do or what your partner will or will not be comfortable with. Right. Hard limits and soft limits. And then have, have words, safe words, to, to use when you, you're going a little too far or you have gone too far. Spear, what's your safe word? I, you know, I, I don't have one. Mac, do you have one? I do. What is it? Monkey. I always thought rhubarb was a good one. <laughs> I would go with applesauce. I mean, because it, it's going to have to be a word that isn't going to come up in, like, sexy talk. Right. Right, yeah, like, baby, I want you to get all applesauce up right. in my business. That's right. Give me that applesauce. Mmm. Mm, applesauce. Get me some pork chops up in here. That's right. <laughs> so you want to talk, you want to talk at all about um, FetLife? Yes. How about so, it? So there is a kinky version of Facebook, if you will, um, BDSNM social media uh, outlet called FetLife. And uh, for the, the FET community, uh, for folks who are, it, it covers the entire spectrum for people who are straight up kinky and into the lifestyle 24-7, all the way through people who are curious to people who just, you know, dip into it once in a blue behind the bedroom. So a lot of the folks at the Wicked Fair 
happened to be signed on to FetLife, so they organize meetups and uh, munches, potlucks, if you will. Do uh, they all wear his mask? Whose mask? Fet's mask. Oh, God, no, it's not that, you dumbass. One one T. No, it's not two Fet, T's. Fet is short for fetish. <sighs> not oh, not, not Boba. Boba Fett. Not <laughs> You're Boba the Star Fett. Wars nerd. Not Boba Fett. Dumbass. Although Jesus. there were Star Wars geeks present. There were man, freaks and geeks, freaks and Just geeks. Saying you you call a website Fat Life, people are gonna think you're talking about Boba Fett. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. <laughs> wasn't that. But the the meetups and the the munches are all they, they can either be private or public. Right. So folks attend it's the uh the fetish kinksters if you will uh they all know that you know fair was coming so they organized different in hotel room parties and events right and so one of them and one of them was a public birthday party a birthday party and this is <laughs> so um we go down the hallway we find the room where the birthday party is and then and then you you walk in and the birthday girl comes right up to you and she says, hey, it's my birthday. Thanks for coming. And just gives you a great big old hug. Very, very open, very warm, very inviting. And then starts introducing you to everyone else in the room. There's, a, there's one dude in the corner. Uh, it was his birthday too, uh, a younger gentleman. A uh, bunch of other people in the room, including Sparky. Mm-hmm. Can't forget Sparky. Can't forget Sparky. And, uh, and the birthday girl and Sparky are talking for a few minutes. And uh, and now I'm just I'm just basically standing up against the wall, right? So there were there was a plastic covering the floor, right? And, and I didn't. There I didn't were understand. about thirty candles lit, right? So I hadn't put two and two together yet. I, I smelled the candles and I saw them on the table in the corner, and I saw the plastic laid all the way out, but I hadn't figured out what that was for. Are they trying to sacrifice somebody to no. Save you? No, so so the birthday girl and Sparky are talking, and Sparky had to go leave pretty soon and do whatever it is Sparky does when he wasn't there, and and he goes, well, I have to leave pretty soon, but I want to spank you before I leave. And she goes, okay, that sounds great. Mac, very helpful, by the way. Mac, uh, Mac stands up and offers. She goes, by the way, I'm working on perfecting my rope tying, so if anybody wants to be tied up, you just let me know. I'll be happy to help out. Had, had my tools on hand. So they say. Uh, so the birthday girl, birthday girl goes, "Okay, I'm ready to be. I'm ready to be spanked. Does anybody mind if I get naked?" And uh, everyone in the room turns around and goes, "No, not at all. No, no, no problem." So she just strips down right in front of everybody. In the meantime, there's a few more people that have walked in, and this was. Uh, and before she got tied up, uh, she's just hugging people as they're walking in. She's not wearing clothes. She's just talking to people. And some some of the people knew each other prior. Some of them met right then and there on the spot. That's exactly right. So this naked naked woman is just wandering around hugging random strangers. Thanks for coming to my party. And then I'm Mac- looking for something to do for my birthday this year. So <laughs> there you can go. I just post this somewhere and people come to my place? And this- yes. All right. Cool. So so Mac Mac ties uh, ties the birthday girl up, and then they proceed with the spankings. Because then she's like, well, after I'm done with the spankings. I want to have hot wax dripped all over me. And now that's when I put the two and two together. That's what the plastic was for. When does the oral sex come in? It doesn't. Not at all. That's, that's, the, that's the most interesting part about all of this, was that there was nothing overtly sexual about any of this. It was just about, it was about play. It was about the games that were going on. I mean, Mac ties her up. They bend her over the bed. She gets spanked 30, 35 times, whatever it was. I forget how old she was, but she got all her birthday spankings in. And then, and then by this point, another four or five people had rolled in. One guy rolls in 
with a um, with this device. The violet wand. Is that what it was called? I yes. was just mentioning Castle, An- Castle Anthrax from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Is that is that what that was? I missed it. Yeah, it was terrible. I missed it. Sorry. You, you did. I missed you it. So the, the, the nurses and the... The nuns, yeah. The nuns? Yeah, I missed it. Sorry. That's my bad. But the, So what's it, what was it called, Mac? The Violet Wand. So what was the Violet Wand, please? So that is a device that you plug in to the outlet in your wall, and it generates a low current of electricity. And then what do you, so, and then what do you do? Because now you're holding on to the wand. Is this UL listed? Yes. Yes, it was. Everything is safe and sane. That's right. So you can either use the device two ways. You can directly utilize the device on someone's skin or genitalia, or you could have the person hold the device while they then touch the person with a metal object, and that will generate a small current of right. electricity. It completes the circuit. So the other birthday boy who was in the corner was, said, was told, here, you hold this, and then we're going to spank you with a metal spatula, thereby completing the circuit, right? So the, uh, so the, one, the birthday boy um, strips down, and then this one guy comes with the metal spatula and then just starts spanking him. And it's, it was different from the other spanking because whereas before you heard like the – this time you heard the – and, and a number of people got to take turns. Right. He, like he holds up the spatula and goes, who else wants to spank him? You get in on that? Well, they offered it to me, and I'm like, you know what? I don't know him all that well. I, I usually like to know somebody before I spank them. But, you know, happy birthday, buddy. Good for you. <laughs> you know? In the meantime, there's more people walking in. So, like, by this point, there's 20, 20-some-odd people in the room. This guy gets all of his birthday spankings with the what with the velvet, what the violet whatever. The violet wand. The violet wand. He, you know, he moves on. They actually brought out two of them at one point. This, uh, this one woman is now in the midst of the two violet wands, and she's getting shocked by a potato masher. Don't while, cross the streams. It's yeah, right. While, um, while the birthday girl and another guy who had, had stripped down are now pouring rainbow-colored hot wax all over each other, all over the plastic. And I'm just watching all of this happen. There were two things that were, that were really cool about it. The first was that everything was just very kind of open and everyone was kind of sharing in the experience, right? There was nothing that was overtly sexual about it. There was nothing that was like lascivious or lewd about any of it. it there was a lot of laughter in the room. There was a lot, it was just fun and games, which I thought was tremendous. And it was, it was not what I was expecting. I mean, when There's you, definitely a lot of respect, a lot of mutual respect. A lot of mutual respect. And so, so Spirit, let me ask you the real question then. Are you going to go back next year? I would. I would absolutely go back. And, and And the reason I would go back is because I, at no point, except for the friend tenderizer, at no point did I feel awkward during Not the whole thing. Not even when you picked up the fist-sized butt plug? I, so I, I, so, sorry, I was a little... Answer was, the question, sir. I was a little disconcerted by the size of it, but I knew what it was. I was, I was more upset by the friend tenderizer than I was by the fist-sized butt plug. You never seen brass knuckles before, dude. I've seen brass knuckles, but those are usually to knock someone the fuck out. This was brass knuckles with a meat tenderizer grafted onto it, and it was used for pleasure. That I didn't grok. I didn't. I didn't get that. <laughs> like I didn't understand how this device of of pain could induce pleasure. That was just something I didn't understand. 
But it was super. It was super cool, and I, I guess that's why I wanted to talk about this. The whole, the whole gig, the whole culture, the whole community was just so open and inviting and inclusive. And it may not be your particular brand of vodka. It may not actually be mine. I don't know. I mean, that's the, that's the. I mean, Mac and I talked about this. Like, I don't know if I would get myself tied up. I don't know. But you, but you don't know what you are capable of or into until you actually try it. Right. I don't think that it's my thing, but would I would I give it a whirl just to see if I like it? Yeah, all right. Well, sure. Would I use the friend tenderizer? No, I draw the line. <laughs> you know? I mean, what do you guys I mean, would you guys would you guys get into any of this kind of stuff knowing that you you don't have to go all the way down to the gimp level? Yeah, I'm fine with all this shit. Yeah. What would you try? What would be what would be interesting to you? Try or done. Well, all right. Well, <laughs> what have you done? Uh, I've done ropes and things like that. Yeah? Um, I've done spankings, but not like, not whips. Not whips. Yeah, I'm not, I'm a pussy for it when it comes to pain. Yeah? Uh, I've done hot wax. I've done saran wrap's pretty fun. Saran wrap? Like, I, what, what do you do with saran wrap? Whole body. Really? Yeah. How does that, how does that work? What do you, microwave Saran yourself? wrap can be very helpful when doing suspensions. Um, we were just wrapping each other up, and then like you kind of lose sensation wherever it's surround wrapped, and you can kind of cut it. So, right, like playing with the sensory deprivation. Yeah, sensory deprivation. Yeah, exactly. It's good stuff. How about you, Ganthor? What would you do? What would I do? What would you do? What would you I'd get into? Whip the shit out of you. That's <laughs> what I'd do. I might turn me on, Ganthor. I don't know. Yeah, well, whipping the shit out of you would probably turn me on too. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's Ganthor out in his backyard practicing. He's whipping all kinds of stuff. He's got a carbon. He's got a cardboard cutout of me using it for target practice. I would totally do that too. If I knew how to crack a whip, I would spend my summer doing that. You would probably fucking just whip yourself in the face when you're playing the weather. Well, that's what I'm afraid of. So now I'm going to get on Amazon and look for a whip just so I could buy one so I could whip the shit out of Spear. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> <laughs> we all know you're not joking. <laughs> so what do we, what do we learn? What do we learn about the uh, about the Fifty Shades of Grey BDSM community? What do we learn, Z-Man? Uh, I learned that uh, Spear likes it rough. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I do. I learned that Spear might like it rough. Ah, right, there you go. Okay, Gantor, <laughs> what did you learn? That's not false, what your mother said. Bunch That's of false what advertisers. Said. What do you mean false advertisers? You know what I mean. It's it's not. It's what not did real, we say that was false or sadism. That's the point. That's exactly the point. That's why it's exactly false advertising. But we're trying to dispel the misconception. Then make up a new word. Oh, you're you're hopeless. Mac, what did you learn? I learned that you're coming with me next year to Wicked. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'll go again. That was a good time. That was a good time. I learned I learned a lot during that whole that whole fair thing <laughs> during the wicked the wicked fair. I learned a lot, and I and and most most of what I learned was that it may not be my thing. I don't know, but it was cool. It was the the people were cool. They were all freaks and geeks. They were just it was just a fun it was a fun time. And you know the birthday party that was uh that was something pretty special <laughs> to say the very least. Indeed. Uh, so if you're all up on the on the freaks and geeks, or you like uh, you you you're in on the whole Fifty Shades of Grey or BDSM thing, why don't you go ahead and let us know 
on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash listeners or fourlisteners.com. You can check out the show on Stitcher Radio or on the iTunes. Just search for Four Listeners. It will pop right on up. And you can tweet at us on the Twitters at Four Listeners. Thank you, Mac. You have been a incredible guest. Incredibly. Thank you for having me on the show. Spectacular. Thank you, Mac. And we thank all of you for checking us out this week, and we hope that you will check us out again next week. Thanks a bunch, everybody. Listen.